Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Yeah, hello and welcome to Mojo Sports, the NRL show, season two, episode 44. My name is Dan Frost, and as always, I'm supported by the best panel in the business. Uh, tonight, I've got Coz and Dana. We've got a couple of troops down um, with Dee and Mickey. Feel better soon, guys. But we're very excited to be talking all things rugby league and also celebrating what is a very special week here at Mojo Sports uh, and in and around our country and our local communities. It is NADOC week. Uh, very exciting. So with that in mind, I'd just like to do a quick acknowledgement of country from lands on which I'm coming to you tonight, Newcastle and the Hunter Valley areas. I'm actually on the border of three different nations, the Awabakal people, Waramai, as well as Wanarua. So again, I'd like to pay my uh, respects to elders past, present and emerging and again, celebrate what is going to be an amazing NADOC week. Uh, the theme this year is get up, stand up and show up. So again, there's no excuses, guys. There are so many activities and events that are in every city um yeah get out there and show your support and let's keep the conversation going it is a very special time of year uh, and with that in mind let's keep that chat going into our warm-up and the one and the two and the one two three bishop wore buttless chaps to the bat mitzvah have a great broadcast you too darling now, for our listeners that missed episode 43, number one, what are you doing? Go back and listen to that because me and Coz, we were on fire. Probably one of the best episodes uh, besides this one, obviously, all year. So go back and listen to that one. We had a little bit of fun and spoken about, you know, our, you know, our favorite Indigenous players of all time. Um, team, sticking with the theme of, of NADOC week uh, and, you know, obviously diving into it, my question for you is, who is your favourite Indigenous player in the game right now? So not of all time, but in the game right now. Cos, going to start with you. Hello, coming from Mianjin, Brisbane, the home of the Yagra and Turubu peoples. Um, happy Nadoc week, everyone. But yes, this one is a bit of a tough one because, again, there's still so many great Indigenous players in our game. But I'm going to go um, Dane, Gags, Gagai, just such a wholehearted player, um, he just gives his all. He's not the biggest or, or the best, but he I do love his heart and how, how much he gives to the game. But also, um, again, a bit of a Queensland theme, Lil Stalwin Cobbo, one of the exciting new talents to emerge this year. So I cannot wait to see how much he develops and grows in rugby league. Selwyn is just something else. I, I, I just, you know, I, I know we can say Greg, uh, you know, GI, Greg Inglis, and, and a few other players that have come before him, but... Yeah, Selwyn looks to me like the long-term fullback there at Brisbane. And, um, you know, based on what he's doing, where he's at athletically, it's it, it's incredible. And dang it, guy, look, I am blue through and through. But, you know, I have to admit, a small part of me wants him to have a very successful decider because, you know, one of the things that um, will, will stand the test of time with Dane guy is his origin CV. That guy is um, Superman when he puts on that Maroons jersey. So, anyway, that's the last you hear of me pumping up the uh, the opposition, the enemy in Queensland, but a couple of good selections there. Um, Dana, plenty to choose from. We have so much Indigenous cha- uh, talent, you know, within the game. Um, but, yeah, you know, if you had to pick one player... Um, who would you go on this one? Um, well, firstly, obviously coming down, coming in from uh, from Melbourne. So I'm on the Warringeri uh, land down here. Um, it kind of covers northern suburbs and Melbourne CBD as well. So um, I will always stand up and 
uh, speak up for Indigenous peoples and, you know, they were here first, they will live and breathe this land and it will always be theirs. So, uh, but on the back of that, I am going Nico Hines of all people. Unfortunately, he does bleed blue um, through Origin Series and day-to-day with Cronulla Sharks, but you know, just seeing how much he's blossomed this year, kind of taking that role um, as a bit of a leader. I think Cronulla has definitely helped them with their form this year. Uh, he's just pushed himself. And I think I love Nico because he's always been so proud of his Indigenous heritage. I know when he was at Melbourne, he helped design um, the Indigenous jersey for last year. Um, he had a lot to do with it, um, helped navigate the artist, helped design the whole thing and kind of promoted it as well. So I think that's something that he holds near and dear to his heart and I think it's something that he's very strong and passionate about and it's it's great to see it push forward in such a young kid but he's just got this the talent that kid's got as well it's just so exciting to see where he's going to go because he's going to be such a role model for Indigenous peoples as they grow up. Yeah and and that that's beautifully said and I think you know a massive credit to the Cronulla Sharks for you know taking a chance on Nico Hines because I think we often forget that he was still a little bit untested as a half, you know. Obviously, we saw him absolutely set the world alight at fullback there in the Melbourne Storm. But you, you always ask those, you know, is it the players around him? Is it the system? Is it Craig Bellamy? So, you know, you look at some of those clubs who are absolutely struggling for halves at the moment. I mean, there is such a shortage. I bet they're, they're regretting, you know, not jumping in the ring and throwing serious money at Nico Hines because he has turned out to... Is he playing better in the halves than what he was playing at fullback? I mean, if that's, if, if that's even possible. Um... He, was, he was a gun when he played in the Queensland Cup competition. He was a half then. So come look at the Cup if you want to get some good players because Nico is an honorary Queenslander from this, his time in Mackay and Sunshine Coast. So... Yeah. Yes, you meet Nico. <laughs> well yeah, done. It was incredible. And I, look, I know Craig Fitzgibbon, um, you know, he won Nico over, um, you know, quite a lot. But, you look, if Nico Hines was on the open market right now, there would be half the competition that would be throwing serious cash his way. So good on the Sharks for taking a chance on him and really good fit there. Um, uh, look, for myself, hey, listen, I gave a little bit of love to Latrell Mitchell um, as one of my all-time favourite players. And, look, he's a current-day player. So I've just got to stay um, consistent. Latrell Mitchell puts up with so much bullshit. And in the spirit of NADOC week, I think we need to talk about it. Like there is nothing that Latrell Mitchell can do right. You know, for, for some people, I just feel like he's been so unfairly targeted. And honestly, there were periods in his career where I thought that Latrell Mitchell would walk away from the game because of racism, because of the, the issues and, 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 and all of the bullshit that, that he, um, you know, all, he was just targeted, you know, for, for quite a number of years. So I just want to, you know, obviously it, it's absolutely unbelievable that Latrell Mitchell has had to deal with that over the last couple of years, but his leadership, his maturity to kind of work through that and see that whilst there are absolute mouth breathers in society that I think we all deal with on a day-to-day basis, there are, you know, Latrell Mitchell can see the the impact that he's having on the next generation. And I just thank Latrell Mitchell for that. It's not about... Is he one of the games worst players? Absolutely. Uh, watch <laughs> watch that that performance last weekend. But you know, I just wonder how many young Indigenous players are coming through, looking up to Latrell and are playing our game. And um, anyway, a massive role model on and off the field. There, Latrell Mitchell cannot say um, enough good things about him. Um, shame we couldn't somehow uh, maneuver him into a red and blue jersey, uh, given he was pretty close to the Newcastle area. But uh, them's a breaks. 
All right, team, let's dive into it and talk all things Round 17 with our preview coming up. Let's jump into our first segment, the breakdown. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to, went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dana, me and Coz, we're going to head to the pub and we're going to give you this uh, this match to you and you alone because, mate, this is your bread and butter. The Cronulla Sharks coming up against the Melbourne Storm. Yes, we get it. State of origin impacted. There's a couple of players out, but... You know, Dana, this is as good as it gets. This is the rivalry that you've probably grown up loving over the last couple of years. There's been some incredible battles. Talk to us about this because, yes, a couple of players are out, but it's still going to be an, an unbelievable contest, this one. Yeah, I'm um, super excited for it because, like, I always say that I hate city teams, but there is, like, a next level of hatred for the Cronulla Sharks. And I kid you not, it stems from Paul Gallen being such a dirty player and, like, everyone <laughs> thinking he's king shit and then all of the refs just being so far up their ass and it's just everything. Melbourne could do everything right and they're like, oh, no, nah, penalty. So it's still to this day, I know he doesn't play for them anymore, but it's just left a stench around Cronulla. And then I just, oh, I hate it with a passion. Could talk about so, for so long, even the place, like the people and the race rights, it's a whole thing. So, yeah. Anyways, well, Cos, <laughs> great let, sidetracked. No, because let, let, let's dive into that because, you know, this is <laughs> this is what we love. You know, Melbourne fans, Melbourne players, you know, the Melbourne club, they've they definitely got a massive rivalry uh, there against Cronulla. Because you know, yes, no Munster, uh, no Harry Grant, but you know, you look at you look at the the markets now. I mean, the Storm, you know, dollar seventy ish, gamble responsibly. The Sharks are around two dollars fifteen. I mean, you know, we, we haven't seen the Storm at, the, at that long odds for quite a while. And um, you know, one of the things that Melbourne's been so great at over the years is you know bringing through some younger players and performing. What's your read on this Melbourne Storm team this year? Because you know, Penrith Panthers have left everyone in the dust for the minor premiership. But Melbourne, they're still sitting there. They're in second position. I mean, yeah, what's your thoughts on this one, Coz? Um, I mean, if, if Melbourne could do this and could knock over a top four team in the Sharks without a couple of those players, that would be pretty impressive. I think I think just looking back on the game, that was, I, I think, a new, a new, not new look, but a new mentality storm will come out this week because they were embarrassed and that was very poor. The fact that they got close to it, maybe snatching at the end would have been unfair. Um, and I think, though, the, the main thing is um, Pappenhausen has had a run. He was he speaking after that game. He said how disappointed he was in his own performance. So I think, again, having played that game and he, he, knowing that he works really hard on his game as well, I think he will be very good and look out, Sharks, for this game. I 100% agree with Cos. As much as I will yell until the cows come home how good Storm are. I can still acknowledge when we play poorly and watching that game, I was embarrassed as a Melbourne Storm supporter, just watching how many mistakes. And I mean, Manly made mistakes as well, but there was so many just stupid errors and it was just, there was no attack. There was no effort. And then the last 10 minutes to cop four tries in four minutes, I was screaming at my TV of where the hell was this for the last 75 minutes 
literally 75 minutes for them to you know, put a try and no conversion because we've got six seconds on the clock to try and get that last one. But it was too little too late. Now, um, Dana, I, but I, again, I, I tried to uh, dance around things a little bit in the group chat. I tried to go a little bit easy, but D, well, she was savage, obviously, with the manly – but, you know, Dana, I was thinking the same thing. I wonder whether it almost pissed off Craig Bellamy more that that happened, you know, because, you know, if you get absolutely flogged any day, you know, Melbourne couldn't do anything right for most of that game, but – for them to turn it on like that, I mean, it probably made Craig Bellamy uh, a little bit more frustrated. But uh, yeah, it was it, it, it's a head stra- it's a head scratcher because we have this Melbourne Storm team that are are they in form? Are they out of form? It's it's an interesting one. Mate, try being a supporter. I feel like you watching a Newcastle game. You think you're going to do really well, and then you get your ass handed to you. But, you know, I'll give it like the kids that played and the kids that are coming up through the system, they're doing good. It's just trying to find that um, that balance and that teamwork. So, you know, Dean Iremia is doing really well at the moment. Uh, hopefully if Grant Anderson can hang on to the ball this week, he'll be he'll be good. Uh, he had just had too many errors last week. Obviously, Justin Olam, Jerome Hughes, Nick Meany, you just can't go past those three. They just know how to work the ball. They know how to move the ball. Um, I think if... If Nelson can come on and just kind of plow down some Sharks players to get through the middle to kind of get a line break or something through there, that'd be good. And obviously you can't go past Brendan Smith and his little borrow actions that he does sometimes, which, you know, Harry Grant's known for, but he'll be out because of origin. So I'm excited to kind of see what they can pull together with these new kids. You know, Pappenhausen's back from injury. Um, You know, there's some up-and-comers, there's some names through there that, are going to do well. And like Cos says, they've got a point to prove. That was an embarrassing performance last week against Manly. I think they would have had their asses handed to them by Craig and they have should have pulled it in um, and put in some hard yards at training this week. So, yeah, hopefully we see that reflected on the field. Yeah, and, and, and this is the year for Melbourne. We keep saying it. Next year they're going to look very different. The salary cap has really bitten the storm. They're losing a lot of their forward pack next year. So, I guess that's been my biggest disappointment when it comes to the Melbourne Storm is their forwards really haven't clicked into gear. You know, you haven't really seen Melbourne really run over the top of anyone for quite a few weeks now. So, you know, that'll be the big challenge for uh, coming up against Cronulla, who are a very gritty physical team. Can Melbourne's forward pack really step up? Um, Jerome Hughes, obviously playing great form at halfback. Again, look, you talk about Brandon Smith, he goes out there, he, he tries, but um, I, I still feel like every time Brandon Smith gets an opportunity to play for Melbourne without Harry Grant, it's really his opportunity to kind of try and prove that he's the superior player. Now, you know, obviously I don't know what they joke about or talk about it, but, you know, Brandon Smith, Harry Grant, who's the better player? Well, you know, these little opportunities are, um, you know, Brandon Smith doesn't get to play Origin, you know, this is a big game for him. So um, expect Cheese to go out there and, and rip and tear. Pappenhausen back is a massive one. The only one i just quickly touch on before we talk about the Sharks is the half situation. Behind Cam Munster, there is a little bit of issues there, Dana. You know, it, it is a little bit um, strange that we haven't seen more of Cooper Johns. I know that he has been injured, um, you know, in the lower grades for periods. Um, I know that um, Jonah Pezzett, he's, um, you know, a really talented young guy that Melbourne stole off Newcastle. So... I just wonder, yeah, I, 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 it would be really interesting to see what Melbourne are doing there because I feel like if they were able to sort of bring someone in that was a little bit more dynamic when Munster was out, is out, um, that could make all the difference here. But anyway, that's enough about Melbourne. Um, they're still coming in as favourites. Let's give a little bit of love to the Cronulla Sharks because um, very, very impressive at the start of the year under Craig Fitzgibbon. Lost their way for a period of time. 
what's your read on Cronulla now? Are you starting to see them slowly get back on track? And, yeah, how, how are you feeling about the Sharks at this point in the season? I don't really feel about the Sharks. I don't, they're not my favourite because they're um, Dragons' natural enemy. But um, I don't, they're just one of those teams which have been hot and cold all year. It's very hard to tell. They've got some very talented players, and when, they, when they're when they on, they can really turn it on. Um, I was just, just looking through... Again, we're not want to mention Nico because we're not sure if he'll be there or not. But he's a very talented player, and when he's on, he'll he will be able to guide that team well. And again, talking about wingers, but Ronaldo, I I'm a big fan of his, and he's just for a winger, he's aggressive like a forward. So I, I just like the way he runs, and um, you can always guarantee a couple of tries from him. So I don't know they've got the talent, and they've got a lot of good players in there, but I just I don't think they're they're winning as well as they should. Like I thought maybe the Bulldogs would have won last week, but they, they did enough to, to win. But I don't know, it's they're they were just one of those teams that are just floating around, not 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 living up to their potential, I don't think, just yet. It's really interesting this game because old school Cronulla would love this, right? Like for those who have been living under a rock or are not in our state, New South Wales is underwater at the moment. Shout out to anyone who's been impacted by the floods. This weather is just out of control. But, you know, when you think about it selfishly from a rugby league perspective, this game's in Sydney. It's going to be pissing down rain. I mean, this is Cronulla love this, you know, get down in the trenches, make it an absolute war. You know, Cronulla, you know, basically be able to, um, you know, grind this out because Melbourne have really changed. They have been a team that they're really flary. They're very flashy. They haven't really been able to do a lot of the tough stuff. They've really struggled in those types of contests. But, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be really interesting because, um, you know, the Sharks that are in that sort of contest last, last week against the Bulldogs and they didn't exactly um, fill anyone with a lot of confidence. So, yeah, it, it is going to be interesting to see what they can do. But, again, I'll harp back to their forward pack. Um, you know, uh, Britton Nakora, you know, I, I feel like, you know, very underrated in terms of him on the edge. Um, you know, Wade Grant, Dale Finucan, Cam McInnes, um, Tolman, you know, Wilton. You know, these are absolute toilers. Andrew Fafita in the back end of his career. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is going to be an absolute war. All right, team, um, good little preview there, but no sitting on the fence. Dana, you're tipping Melbourne. Uh, what's, uh, what's your prediction here? Um, what's the, can you come up with a score for us? The issue that you just mentioned is the weather because Melbourne never have ever played well when it rains. Um, mainly just I think we just lock out whenever they play here. It doesn't, it'll kind of sprinkle and that's it. We don't get the torrential stuff you guys get on the coast. So, um, I'm gonna. It's a bit low scoring. We're gonna go twelve ten to Melbourne. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking the same thing. I think um, no, no Cam Munster, no Harry Grant. Um, Sharks will absolutely battle this out. I think this is gonna be a bit of a a bit of an arm wrestle. I'm gonna say, poor. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Sharks sixteen, Melbourne twelve. In a bit of an upset there, Cos. I'm going to stick with the Storm. I reckon they'll bounce back because, yeah, I don't know if they can play that poorly. Well, it's a challenge. They could play that poorly two weeks in a row. Yeah. And and survive Bellamy. So and, and my ability to tip Melbourne is just not very good. So there you go. I, I think I've just put the, the curse on the Sharks. Pappenhausen will probably score four tries this week. Uh, and it'll probably be a, a, a you know, 
the sun will shine on on the Melbourne Storm. But there we go. That's uh, Cronulla coming up against Melbourne. Uh, that game you'll see on uh, Thursday, 7.50. Um, all right, guys. Well, let's move through to our next feature game this week, and it's towards the back end of the round. Obviously, a shortened round with quite a few teams on by. Um, just to quickly go through those by teams, Bulldogs, Cowboys, Panthers, Raiders, Roosters, Manly, uh, Titans, and Warriors. Um, yeah, getting a little bit of a rest there. But let's move through to our next feature game. It is the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Um, hopefully away from this bad weather. Um, they take on Coz's mighty uh, St. George Illawarra Dragons. Interesting. You know, the Dragons holding on to eighth spot there, coming up against the Broncos are in fifth position. Both teams, um, you know, well, sorry, the Dragons, obviously no Ben Hunt. Um, the Broncos, they'll be missing a few Origin players. Coz, talk about, talk to us about this one. How are you? How's the confidence? You know, you guys are on the road. Um, you know, it's that awkward middle time of year in and around Origin. Um, yeah, thoughts on this game? Well, I've stopped my work shift so I can go to the game on Sunday. So I'll be cheering the Dragons, hopefully to a win, but I don't know. But I have the faith. I have the faith. Um, but I think, I don't know, the, the Broncos, they've been such a revelation this year and how well they've played. But the last sort of couple of rounds, especially getting 40 put on them by the Cowboys, um, that was a really good Queensland derby. But I don't I don't know if that score was fair on the Bronx. At the end there, they just slipped through. Like it was much closer than that um, initially. But And then the Dragons just having a really nice, tight win, a gritty win there. Um, so I don't know. I have faith that the Dragons can do it. They're, you know, on a bit of a roll. Um, and this is a good rivalry too between the two teams. They, like we, we have fun, um, all the fans getting into each other. So I'm going to just on faith tip the Dragons here, even though the best players out. But anyway, yeah, just, it's, it's just a blind faith here, fingers crossed. So It's going to be interesting. I mean, reading the injury report as well, Payne Haas, there's a few others. Um, you know, Martin at fullback, you know, he's got a couple of injuries. We've got the state of origin. Um, Dana, the Dragons should get the job done here. Um, yeah, before I give away my prediction, what, what's your thoughts on this? I know it's on the road, but the Dragons should get the job done here. Do they get it done? I mean, I don't know, because even though the, the Broncos have so many people out, they still are doing very well. Um, but I'm excited to see. Uh, it's rumoured that with Ben Hunt out that the halfback position will go to Jaden Sullivan. Um, but I'm kind of excited to see Jack Bird kind of shift into the the number six is what it's looking at um, and just to kind of perform a bit more because I would, I would like to see more from Jack Bird. I think he's kind of there but could definitely push himself to – to be a better player and kind of have more of an impact. Um, and I think with Ben Hunt not there, he's kind of got this opportunity this week. But, you know, you've also got to got to look at the Broncos and there are a few people down. But I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's the good thing about this is although there's players out from each side, it's still kind of evenly matched. So I, I don't think, well, for the sake of everyone watching and those attending, I hope it's not a blowout because they're just like kind of boring. Um, but, oh, God, unfortunately, oh, I don't want to say Broncos are going to win because they're probably not going to, but also St. George's shit, no offense. <laughs> oh, God. All right, I'm going to go uh, Brisbane just because I think Katoni Staggs is going to step up. All right, here we go. All right, well, look, diving into um, it for me, um, the Dragons were very, very, very lucky against the Canberra Raiders. Uh, they're finding new ways to 
to tighten up, you know what I mean? And you can sort of sense that, um, you know, in the way in which they play. They've really got to try and find a, and I'm trying to say this nicely, maybe a third gear. Um, you know, they're a team who, you know, are able to, you know, grit it out. They're playing some pretty good football at the moment. But, yeah, we, we, you know, a bit of a bit of a weird one against Canberra. Um, yeah, look, for me, lo- looking at these two teams, again, I, I'll say the Dragons really should get this done. If they lose this game, I really feel like they're going to find it difficult to play finals football. This is a game that's going to mean uh, quite a lot to the Dragons. And I also think it's an important one for the franchise because I, I feel like we need to start to see a little bit more from some of the younger players. And it's something I've spoken about on previous episodes. You know, we've, you know, Talatai Amon, you know, he's had his international debut, which is great. Um, and there's a few other players here, Cody Ramsey, um, yeah. Yeah, and a couple of the other players out in in the outside backs who I'd like to see star here. So look, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the risk. I'm gonna say the Dragons get the job done here, but um, yeah, I, I think I feel like some of the younger players have really got to step up and be aware of the wounded Adam Reynolds. Um, he came out and just said, "Look, you know that was an embarrassing performance against the Cowboys." Um, so my expectation is he comes out and has a really strong game there. So, but yep, I've got uh, Dragons by four points. All right, team, let's dive into our final segment for tonight, Rapid Fire. And we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Your apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is singing closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. All right, team, let's continue on with the remaining games of the rounds. And there's only a couple more to uh, feature because I'm going to throw this one over to you. Again, as always, the disclaimer uh, with my Mighty Knights is to, to go easy on me. But Friday, 7.55 at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. The Knights, Outsiders, 12th on the ladder coming up against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, pretty important in there for South Sydney that I'm sure you'll get to. But, um, yeah, uh, take us through this game. Well... I just, I want the Knights to win here. This is just on faith because I think, you know, there's a long-suffering fan on the panel here, but I think just the, just the lift they would have got from the last game, that last win, how good was it to see, well, not against the Titans, but it was so good to see, like, the supporters that have been there through it all. They get, Edric gets five tries, like, amazing. I think, I don't know, if they can build on that, especially at home. It's against the Rabbitohs, though, so it's going to be tough. But, again, I'm feeling generous and I'm just just wanting positivity. So I'm going to go the Knights in an upset, an absolute upset. Why not? Man, I wish I had your faith, Cos, because I reckon as much as I hate the Rabbitohs, they're going to get the shit beat out of them. I know, but I just, I don't know. Why, Why not? Like, even with, yeah, no Ponger as well. I know that all the facts point to the Rabbitohs, but the heart says, why not? Give the Knights some hope. Why not? Oh, look, you, you, you guys are, are talking my language. Look, it is going to be an interesting one. Um, some observations of what happened last week with the Newcastle Knights. I mean, I'm still... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still speechless. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know, when we win, it's like, what? How do I? How do I act? How do I behave? But um, the Gold Coast Titans are awful. They were bloody awful. That was. I mean, what's happening on the coast is going to be really interesting. So I, I am mindful of that. But yeah, really good to see the outside backs. I mean, we've known for quite a while that there is talent um, in the outside backs, but the Knights. Uh, continue to lose the middle. Um, so, you know, obviously they ran through the Gold Coast Titans and they they won the right to shift the ball and didn't they what? Um, shout out to Edric Lee breaking a little bit of a club record there and um, Dominic Young, the young fella from the UK, starting to shine a little bit. Um, but 
Latrell Mitchell looms. He has given up his state of origin jersey. He's giving up quite a bit of cash to play in this game. So, um, yeah. Anyway, there's going to be a fair bit of rain around. It's going to be a bit of a slugfest. But, yeah, keep an eye on Latrell Mitchell. Gamble responsibly. But, um, yeah, he'll be he'll be a certainty for a, uh, for a try there. That's for sure. All right, Dana. Uh, round us out for round 17. Obviously impacted by um, state of origin. But this game um, won't have any um, or very few. Uh, I think Clint Gutherson, he'll return for the Parramatta Reels. But Parramatta coming up against the West Tigers. It's the Battle of the West out at Leichhardt Oval. Um, who gets the job done here? Oh, as much as I would love to say the Tigers are going to win, I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, if, if Parramatta, again, this season they've definitely been a um, up and down. They're not, they haven't been as consistent as they have been in recent years. Um, so I think if Parramatta can kind of pull it together, um, pull their heads out their ass, kind of fight it as a team, they should clean sweep. I reckon it's going to be like a 36 to six kind of scoreline. But, you know, you also never know with the Tigers. They could come back and I don't think that, I still don't think they're going to win, but they could make it, cl- keep it close. But um, I think, Oh, it's in Sydney with the weather. You never know. Parramatta, they're used to the water. I don't know. I think Eels win just because it's a slip inside. Yeah, look, I think there would have been a few people that, um, you know, got a little bit of cash behind them last week. I mean, you know, it was so predictable. The New Zealand Warriors coming home after a few years, emotional, and they absolutely put the cleaners through the Tigers. But, you know, they didn't put up much of a fight. And, you know, one of the things that's a little bit interesting is Brett Kamali, you know, he's one of the all-time legends of our game, a fantastic player, and you just felt like the Tigers would get a little bit of a boost with a new coach coming in after Michael Maguire. It, it has not gone well for, for Noddy there. And, uh, you know, I, I actually feel like, you know, the Tigers have gone significantly backwards after the loss of Michael Maguire. So Tigers have got to start to show something. And then the Parramatta Eels shitting the bed against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Dana, you hit the nail on the head. What's doing? Um, and again, I, I've said it a few times, but look out for RCG. Getting overlooked for origin. Painhouse getting injured. With all due respect to Jordan, who comes in from the Cowboys, I, I, I don't understand that. So, um, yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you. Dana. I, I think the Parramatta Reels uh, win that one and win that one comfortably. All right, team. Well, look, that's all the time we have tonight. Just want to thank my amazing crew, always bringing the heat as we talk all things rugby league. And, uh, yeah, celebrating what is a very special week uh, here for everyone here at Mojo Sports and beyond NADOC week. So, as, as we mentioned, get down, support some of your local activities and events. Get out there and uh, spread the word. And, and let's, um, yeah, let's celebrate NADOC the way that it should be celebrated. Uh, to our listeners, we really do appreciate your support. How can you continue to support the show? Pretty simple. Simply download the episode. Uh, share with family and friends. Thank you for choosing Mojo Sports, and until next time, we'll catch you then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.